pictures of it. Okay, anyway, so all this and more will be discussed in, um, in uh, Perikimel over here. What Ruach HaKadosh is, does it still exist nowadays? And we're building off of all the uh, information that Amchal already presented us with in Perik Aleph and Perik Beis, um, which uh, we saw um, the difference between the body and the soul, the different types of the soul, what the Neshama is capable of doing, and then we moved from there to Seamus using, utilizing God's holy names and using foul names, Seamus HaKadosh, Seamus HaTomo. That's Perik Beis, now we have Perik Gimel. So here we go. Aleph. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has um, established, that means it's built into the fabric of creation in the very nature of mankind. Human nature is such that what? Human nature, human capabilities, human programming is a person can understand he can receive enlightenment, he can become uh, enlightened, and he can be mislamed. He can make applications. When he examines and studies his surroundings and their properties, a person, just by observing and studying the world around him, a human being has the capability of understanding well, maven, at the depths of what, what he sees, masculine, receiving enlightenment, um, what this, what, what this uh, stands for, how it can be utilized, and mislamed, being able to make applications. And, says the Ramchal, in addition to that, mankind has the capacity within his intelligence that he's programmed with, that he's built with, that based on what he sees in front of him, he is binav yidrash mezgala. He can actually, by studying the world around him and by working with the world around him do, and, and doing the first uh, you know, set of descriptions, what he can do with his intelligence system is mislamid, maven umaskil, make applications, make correlations, etc. A person is also able to um, move from what he sees to what he doesn't see, from what he is presented with so something he's never been presented with, to the situation at hand, to a situation which is of his own devising. Meaning, man has the ability to learn from his environment, study his environment, work with his environment, and produce things that are not even in his environment, change his environment, develop his environment, um, terraform his environment, and through his superior intelligence, come up with, with inventions and come up with constructions that, he's, he, that, that his environment never presented him to. And the Ramchal is telling us, ultimately where he's going with this is what separates man's intelligence from intelligence in the animal world. He's building off of ideas that we've seen previously. It says the Ramchal, a person can go from what he sees to what he what he's never seen, what he's presented with to items and situations and and and, and uh, inventions, conventions that he's never been presented with, and he can, can he can construct that, he can produce that, and and arrive at at what his what he's able to uh, come up with on his own. All this that it was within mankind's capabilities with the, the intelligence 
that Homo sapiens possess is based on his his functioning down here, his functioning in the realm of nature. Meaning, what the Ramchal is saying to decipher that is his lower neshama, his lower nefesh, the lower soul. So let, let's just um, put together, put together what the Ramchal just said, and uh, put it together in terms of what we see till till now in the Ramchal, and use it as a springboard where the Ramchal is about to go. So Ramchal is once again telling us the. Uh, the uh, aspects of the intelligence of man and where that is housed, the seed of man's intelligence and what separates man's intelligence from animal intelligence. All animals, not all animals, I'm sorry, there are animals that based on their teva, how they function, they have a higher degree of functioning and they can manipulate their environment. There are animals, the beavers build dams and termites, um, I'm sorry, uh, there, there, are, there are animals that can take sticks and probe for termites. Monkeys will take sticks and fish termites out of their termite nests. Um, you do find this type of higher functioning in the animal world where animals can use their instinct to shape and develop their, their uh, surroundings. Man surpasses that, and where man's intelligence is superior to that of animals is that man can... Um, not just take a stick and fish termites out of the hole with a stick. He can see the termites and say, hey, if I can take sticks and fish termites out of the termite hole with a stick, I can maybe take a stick and, and fish things that I can't see with this stick. I can take, I can use a stick to fish fish out of the water. You know, if I see all these termites crawling around over here, I can use a stick, a stick to get them out. I can use sticks to do something beyond what I see over here. If, um, if uh, you know... I, I um, have a need to get somewhere else more faster, more quickly than my legs can take me. Let me stop and think, well, maybe I can use a horse. A horse will get me somewhere even more quickly. And horses have limitations. Horses have to be rested every few hours. There's places that horses cannot go. Maybe I can take a, a, a rack and make it into a wheel. I can attach that to a carriage and I can go even faster than a horse. I can connect that to a horse. And I have mountains that I can't pass. I can I can construct a machine to to um, level those mountains and and get somewhere even faster, etc. So this is man's intelligence is that he can work with what he doesn't see. He can work with things that are not in front of him, um, and uh, and thereby change his environments, make inventions. Um, that's where he surpasses the animal in intelligence, even higher intelligence than animals. Animals are limited to what they see. Animals don't really have, says the Ramchal, uh, the ability to project, to imagine, to extrapolate, to uh, you know, think about going into outer space. And the outer space is not in front of them. Not something that's in front of them. They can't, they can't, uh, you know, even begin to think about that. You know, a beaver can build a dam to dam up a river, but a beaver won't say, "Hey, I'd love there to be a river right here." Let me figure out how to divert the river so the river gets here, and then I'll dam up the river that's over here. This would be a lovely place to have a river with a dam. If the beaver sees a river, then the beaver will dam up that river and make its lodge over there. Man can say, I need a river right here. I need a water source right here. There's no water source, but I know I need a water source. Man will divert the river there. That's the difference between you know, the animal intelligence and human intelligence. Humans are on a much higher level exponentially. They can work with things that they don't see. They can make plans and inventions based on needs that they, that they can only imagine but are not clear and present in front of them. And Ramchal is telling us that that is 
linked to the lower soul, though, even the superior intelligence that man has, that man can look at his environment and think about changing the environment in a way that he's not presented with. He can think about going to the stars. He can think about going to the ocean depths, even though he can't see the ocean depths. They're not in front of him. He can think about making trains and planes and automobiles, even though he doesn't see such a thing in front of him. All that, though, is still seated in the lower soul, which is the physical soul. That's all linked to man's physical existence, the existence in Teva, the existence of the Nefesh Tachtoin, which we saw already, is physical in its nature, physical in its existence, and not spiritual. So none of the higher functioning of man's higher intelligence that we've described so far is coming from the higher soul, from the realm of the spiritual uh, existence. What about creating of music and art and literature? Yes, all that's the lower soul, not the upper soul. And all, all that's very good. That would be another example. Not just changing your environment, but anything that's abstract. Abstract. Yeah, animals, animals can't think of that. Animals can't conceive of music and musical instruments to, to, to enhance that music because that's, that's, that's ab, ab, something that's abstract. Poetry, mathematics, is all abstract thought. Still. But it's still related and linked and, 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 and a function of the lower soul. Yeah, so that would be another way of saying it. You know, animals are capable of concrete thought. That's thought that's based on what they see, what they're presented with. Man is capable of abstract thought. Abstract. Things that he doesn't see. Things that are conceptual. Abstract and conceptual thought. That's what man is capable of. Um, Didn't we cover before that yeah, sure. So does that mean that our lower soul is superior to their Correct. lower soul? Correct. That's right. Because it's essentially the same. It's not the same lower soul. It's superior to their lower That's soul. right. That's right. It's more developed. The animal, the human soul than the animal soul. So the, the human soul gives us capabilities, abstract thought, conceptual thought, um, but it's still coming from the lower soul. All that's coming from the lower soul. So what am I getting from my upper soul? Let's see the Ramchal further. Baruch HaTzar, what am I getting from the upper soul? Amnam oid gazar. Hashem also has decreed. Aside from just standard abstract conceptual thought and intelligence, man can have a perception which surpasses, goes way beyond uh, relating to my environment down here in an abstract way. This is perception, intelligence, which is nishpas, which is transmitted to me, which I receive from on high. Nothing that I'm formulating on my own, not thoughts that I can produce on my own, but thoughts that enter my head because they're transmitted into my head. So let's be very careful here. Again, the Ramchal is going towards Ruach HaKodesh and ultimately Nevuah. And he's saying like this. Anything that I can think of on my own, I can grasp on my own, I can come up with that clarity on my own, that's always something that is beginning with the, the lower soul. So although things like mathematics and music and art, and poetry, or knowing how to terraform, or knowing how to invent things, knowing how to make microchips, all things are very, these are abstract, abstract and conceptual, but I can eventually, if I think long enough, and I have enough steps, you know, one after the next, building on the previous, I can arrive at that on my own. That's always going to be, therefore, linked to and coming from the lower soul. The upper soul allows me to have intelligence, allows me to have clarity and understanding in a way that I can't produce it on my own. Things that I can't come up with my own, that is 
what I am able to get from the upper intelligence, and that's hashpa, says the Ramchal. Hashchala, that's nishpas, ideas, intelligence, and a clarity that's coming from somewhere else. Vahainu. I am receiving, Hashem is transmitting into my mind transmissions and concepts and ideas through different mediums that Hashem has set up. When those transmissions, the energy waves from Hashem, that intelligence enters my intelligence, my own mind, I am presented with an idea with total clarity, with clarity, without any doubts, without any mistakes. I immediately have a full grasp and a full comprehension, full clarity on the idea and the material that was put into my head. All of its properties, all of its functioning, the the, 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 the everything that goes into it, that whatever idea this is, all of its facets. However, it's set up. This is what's called ruach hakodesh. So ruach hakodesh, the Ramchal just gave us a very broad definition of ruach hakodesh. Ruach hakodesh is when I suddenly grasp an idea, an idea just kind of lands in my head, but it lands in my head. There's really two conditions, two, 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 two points that are going into defining Ruach HaKadosh. One is an idea came into my head that I wasn't able to grasp on my own. I wasn't able to really produce this idea on my own. It's not something that you know, I could have thought about it for, for a century. I would not have been able to arrive at this information, arrive at this idea. A, so it's coming from without. And B, it comes with immediate and total clarity. It comes ready to go. It comes fully packaged fully defined, with no doubts, with no loose ends, with nothing that's unclear. That's the second thing that separates Ruach HaKodesh, divine inspiration, from our own thoughts that we, that we produce with our lower soul. And, 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 and that means, you know, we can think and, 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 and come up with ideas, but, you know, we're never going to have, at first glance, at first thought, we're not going to have the total picture. We're going to have to do, go through trial and error. We have a vague idea of, how, of what we want. We know we want water over here, so is that going to be a river? Is that going to be an irrigation system? It's a river. You know, how exactly do you pull that off? What's going to be the best way? What's going to make it really work? Um, I, want to, I want to produce a vehicle that can replace a horse. How does that work? A lot of trial and error. What's the energy source? How is it going to propel itself? I never, ever, ever, even when I stop and think and devise things on my own, even as, you know, as uh, Yesavari was asking about music, about poetry, mathematics, the arts, so you don't, you know, it's happening. You, 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 you build something up, you develop it bit by bit, piece by piece. You know, and you have to stop and go back and modify and change and, and, and start over again. That's all the development of our own thought process, our lower soul. Ruach HaKodesh, again, differs from that in that I get it ready to go. When you get something through real divine inspiration, you get it from without. You get information that I couldn't have been privy to on my own, and you get it in the full package comprehensively without any room for error or doubts or any, any loose ends. Yeah. So that comes from the upper soul, correct? That comes from the upper soul. So my question is as follows. So the, our dreams, back to the dreams, come from our upper soul, but sometimes it's from a good angel, bad angel, Hashem, the Shadim. Or the Chalans. Or the Chalans, right. Is there an instance where the Shadim could give you false information? Yeah, sure. Like we saw that. Yeah, they, they, they sometimes 
The shadim generally do give false information. If it's coming no, from but shadim. I'm saying like uh, not in a dream, but in this particular like in false information, like in a yeah, they they can, but that that that's really from the that's the previous paragraph where someone's using like sorcery, so if someone is divining something from a shade, he could he could you know unbeknownst to him think he's divining something from an angel, but really be divining it from a shade a shade. And he'll get be fed false information. But information that comes down to you, you're not really doing anything, right? It just comes to you. Yeah. So how do you know? No, Ruach Hakodesh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, we're just getting started here. Okay. Bays. Let's do Alpha and Bays back to back. They're both kind of short. Bays is even shorter. in When a person is receiving Ruach Hakodesh again, Ruach Hakodesh is something that's transmitted into your head. You get a transmission. That's real divine inspiration. When someone says, Ah, this is he has this yid has Ruach Hakodesh. Ruach HaKadosh means it was broadcast directly into your head. A person can be now privy to information which is information which is relevant to down here. Information that has to do with this world. A person could get through Ruach HaKadosh. But you have it with more clarity. As we said. So I'm saying that it could be one application of Ruach HaKadosh is where, where a person, again, wants to make that engineering project, wants to make that river, wants to build something. When he's not working with the Ruach HaKadosh, there's going to have to be a lot of trial and error, a lot of mistakes, a lot of going back to the drawing board. A person could receive Ruach HaKadosh in, 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 in building that automobile, in fixing his car. You know, fixing your car, there could be trial and error, uh, troubleshooting. What, 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 what's, the, what's the matter with the car? Is it this? Is it that? Is it this valve? This gasket? Is it this, uh, this, this, this piece of machinery over here in the car? It could be a lot of trial and error and troubleshooting trying to figure out what's the matter with your car. And it could take you a while, but eventually you might get it right. Maybe more than one thing going on with the car. But a person could be guided with Ruach HaKadosh when he's fixing his car. And Ruach HaKadosh would show up when he pops open the hood. And he knows, somehow he just knows immediately, yeah, it's the, it's the what? What's the problem with the car? Carbonator. The carbonator? The carbonator. The spark plug. So Ruach HaKadosh could sometimes guide someone immediately, lock him in. Oh, I know, it's, it's the this, it's the that, it's the other. It's the carbonator, or the carburetor, or the carbolator, right? One of those things. Percolator. The percolator. Ran out of gas. So a person, when he could be guided by Ruach HaKadosh when he is problem solving, and he'll know immediately what the problem is, he'll be able to lock onto it, and somehow he just knows that. So that's one application of Ruach HaKadosh, is the Ramchal. person could be guided, like locked in, it's exactly, you know, what the issue is. The Yasegamkein in Yonah Masha'ein begeder haschal ativishet hasigem. So that, that first example of Ruach HaKadosh, when someone's doing something that he probably could have ended up figuring out on his own anyway, but it would have required a lot of trial and error, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, hunkering and hankering around. But Ruach HaKadosh locks him in, guides him. Well. How did you know to go directly to those wires, to that part of the car? And the person was like, I, I don't know, I just had a feeling. I was just guided. You know, I felt God moving my hands. That would be Ruach HaKadosh. But Ruach HaKadosh can also feed someone information that he never would have been able to come up with on his own. Because again, it's, divi- it's divine information. It's being fed and transmitted directly from God. And Ruach HaKadosh can also supply a person with information that he could sit again and, and think for an entire century, cogitate and percolate, and he'd never come up with that information. That includes, let's say, the future. No, anyone can ever really know the future. But Ruch HaKadosh can feed you the future. Vahanistores, also concealed information. Ruch HaKadosh can let you, let you in on something that you never would have known because it was, it was, 
it was it was private, it was top secret information that you never would have been able to come up, come up with on your own. Like someone comes over to you, and you look at him and say, you say, why were you mechal Shabbos yesterday? You come and say, why did you eat treif? Why did you eat chametz on Pesach? Now, there's no way you would have known that. You weren't with him. How would you know that he was mechal Shabbos? How would you know that he ate treif? How would you know that he ate chametz on Pesach? There's no way you could have known any of this. That could be Ruach HaKadosh. So that's another thing that can come through Ruach HaKadosh. Okay? So Ruach HaKadosh can allow me to have knowledge that I can't come up with on my own immediately with clarity that I never would have known the future or secrets. Ruach HaKadosh can also guide me into something that I could know on my own, but it would just take me much longer and it gives me that with immediate clarity. Okay, so that's our introduction to Ruach HaKadosh. We will stop over here for today. Um, we will continue with Hashem tomorrow. And... Um, we should have a wonderful, beautiful lesson today. Thank you for joining. Hi,